welcome back to another show. I'm super thankful that you're all here, as always. I'm always feeling the energy, the positive vibes from all of you. I'm sending them back just as much. Um, I want to start with a quote today. This, this quote defines the intention. It defines so much of what reality truly is. And I'm just going to read it and go from there. What divides us pales in comparison to what unites us. That was Edward Kennedy. This statement is what it's all about. When you think about the fact that we all bleed the same, we all breathe the same. We come into this earth, onto this earth, into this reality, alone, solo. Welcomed, maybe, but we come in solo. And we may even be given a nice bon voyage at the end, but we go out solo too. And... That is the same for each and every one of us. We're all human, and we're all part of something so much bigger. So I'm really excited to continue to do this and find others that have that understanding or find others that are looking for that understanding. I'm still figuring it out for sure, and I would really like to keep figuring this out with you. Um, let's talk about science, let's talk about spirituality, but let's talk about reaching for a better feeling thought. Let's talk about the way that we create the world around us. And that's a pretty big deal. Um, I really love the idea of it. And I love the idea of doing that with all of you. So as we move forward, um, check in with me. Let me know how you want to do it as well. Let me know what your ideas are. Um, but first, before we go any further, I think we should do a little med meditative practice. Something to align myself, hopefully to help you align, uh, to bring this show into some sort of clarity, and to get ourselves ready for some fun conversations, some uplifting uh, experience and just all in all to have some fun. Let's do this. Take a breath in through the nose. and out through the mouth. Explore the feeling of the breath. As it goes through your body and out of your body. Let the air fall in and fall out. Feel restful, feel pleased, and 
continue to be mindful of the experience of your breath, its life-giving force. And when you're ready, let go of all control of the breath. Just let it be. Let your awareness grow that your breath is coming and going with or without your permission or even thought. Feel those around you all becoming aware of the same thing. Feel the sameness in everyone around you. All alive and full of breath. A breath that lives inside you. That lives inside all of us running out to play, and then coming back home. This is for everyone. No exceptions. We're all perfectly the same. Imagine everyone in this world, the same human, Taking in breath. And now imagine each beautiful smile, different than the one before. Each beautiful pair of eyes, staring back at you. Every laugh that you hear, uniquely beautiful in its own way. Imagine the beauty of all of the difference, a wonderful contrast that binds us all. We are all loved. We are all united. We are all one. Take this understanding of love, the knowledge in your heart, and share it with all you come in contact with. Okay. Well, I am feeling like I am in a very wonderful, beautiful place. I hope that you are feeling the same way. I'm really excited that I have another guest on the show today. 
it's so cool to know that there are so many great people out there doing so many great things. And my next guest is moving right along in the same track. Um, before I do bring him on, uh, just a reminder that you can be anybody to be a guest on here. Uh, first and foremost, if you listen to this show through Anchor, you can go right onto my podcast and send me a voicemail. Um, send me thoughts of appreciation and love, just even a quick message. Um, I can always play that on the radio and you get to be just another piece of what this show is becoming or send me an email tell me about the stories that you've gone through that are wonderful uh, or get me in touch with somebody that's doing wonderful things um, you can reach me through email at create change at the center of thought.com again that is create change at the center of thought.com oh and one more thing before we do move on to our guest uh, the change in the schedule for the show um, I've been doing one episode a day, and that's been great getting me going. But now as I'm learning to edit more and figuring things out, I will be taking more time uh, to get things as good as I can. And hopefully as the guests roll through, that will take more of my time as well. Um, this recording is better than the last one. Um, the two volumes are off a little bit, but at least they are clear and clear and separate from each other and I have figured out how to make sure that those volumes match next time so learning curve and evolution that's what we're here for so I'm okay with it I hope you are too um, so now as far as scheduling is concerned I will be releasing a show on Tuesdays Thursdays and Sundays and that will give me a little bit more time to make them the way I want to make them and to make sure that they're as enjoyable for you as possible. So let's talk to my guest and let's have some fun. All right, everyone. Uh, today we have another guest. I'm super excited to introduce him. Uh, today I have Jamie Nesbitt. He is the president and co-founder of Out Central Oregon. He grew up in a small town in northern Maine and lived in the Bay Area for over 20 years before moving to Bend, Oregon four years ago with his partner. He works in biotechnology and intellectual property and is a board member at a national nonprofit in D.C. called AIDS United, as well as a board member at KPOV High Desert Community Radio in Bend, Oregon. It's a pleasure to welcome Jamie Nesbitt. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Logan. Thank you very much. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to have you here. Uh, fun enough, I love it when people send me a little bit of their information because I can always search for stuff, but then I hear things like the fact that you're from Maine, and, and so am I. So uh, cool the little things that you learn as you ask for things. Um, I'm from Portland, Maine, actually. That's great. I think I had seen... Uh on your Facebook page that you were from Maine. I'm yeah. going to uh, mention that to you. Yeah, I, uh, I actually grew up in Fort Kent, Maine, okay. on the top of the state. Yeah, yeah. And went to graduate school. and I mean, went to undergrad in Portland, actually, which I love. Portland's a great city. It is a really Portland cool city. Yeah, Oregon. yeah. I know. Here we are from one Portland to the other, huh? Um, it's, it's fun how those connections happen. 
Um, you know, uh, today, as you know, the show, the intention of the show is all about recognizing and embracing diversity. Uh, you know, without diversity, we don't have any difference to allow us to choose what we like and what we don't like. Uh, it helps us grow and evolve as individuals as well as humans. And and that's why I have you on today, uh, since you have started um, such a, a cool way of bringing people together and finding that diversity, but also using that diversity to to expand. And I wanted to kind of get a little bit of insight from you about um, what that what it's been like, and uh, talk to me a little bit about your organization. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, like you mentioned, my partner and I moved here about four years ago, and as we were sort of getting to know the community as a whole, but but also the LGBTQ community here, um, one thing that was really apparent to us is you know wh- where was everybody? Um, mm. you know, we we knew they were gay and lesbian um, and stuff living here in Central Oregon, but there didn't seem to be a very active effort um, through the existing organization, at least in our view, to just get the people together to build that community, but also do it in a way that's really visible. We're not just hiding, you know, hiding places. Yeah. Uh, and so that that was part of the motivation for our starting out Central Oregon was, was really based on, you know, inclusivity, diversity, but also visibility. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and I think it's kind of like what you what you mentioned earlier about recognizing it and embracing diversity. I think you know people's level of comfort really comes with exposure, and whether that's mm. exposure to a diverse population, um, and you gain a knowledge and all that. I think that's also true within the LGBTQ community. Um, you know, the, the, our allies, if you will, the mainstream individuals, can ultimately get to accept us and understand us um, and relate to us if we're part of the community that they are um, as well. Yeah. And that was again part of what. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that. You know, it is all about relating to each other, right? It's it's kind of funny that we're celebrating and, and showing the diversity to really, really show each other how connected and similar we are. It's kind of funny how you need to have one to have the other, isn't it? No, I think that's absolutely right. I mean, it's, 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 it's clear in my experiences in life that isolated individuals or communities don't have that breadth of experiences and acceptance just based on a lot of it's just based on naivety you know mm-hmm. but it, 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 it definitely stands to reason if you're not exposed to something um you don't understand it as well um mm-hmm. but if you see it and it's integrated into your community then it, you all become one community 100 percent. and also understanding the differences which you know may or may not fall squarely in your own perspective of the world mm-hmm. uh, but you can definitely understand why someone feels one way or thinks one way and that's that's you know that's that's brilliant to me that's like what life is about yeah. you know, learning more with that comes acceptance. yeah that's how we evolve isn't it um yeah so i'm exactly. curious i'm curious to know so it's been about four years now how has the organization grown and developed over the years yeah no it's been it's been it's been quite the uh quite the fast growth. We have actually, it's only been about three years now that we've actually formed out Central Oregon as an okay. LSD. Um, yeah, it's actually, it'll be three years um, next month. Oh, great. And yeah, and um, 
we, again, initially our, our goal was just really getting the community together. And so we established um, like some, a monthly night out at one of the local bars here in Bath where people could consistently know that on this third Thursday of every month, you know, you can come on down to the Dogwood Cocktail Cabin and, you know, meet your friends, meet your buddies, meet new people. Um, and we, that was sort of our initial our initial foray, if you will. Mm. And we've got amazing feedback from that. I mean, people who, um, uh, we've had people who have been really afraid to go out in, in Bend. Yeah. Central Oregon just historically has not been the most accepting area, um, just based, I think, because of its rural its rural location. Mm. Um, but we've had feedback saying, oh my God, like this is like for the first time I feel safe and I can go out and forward to it every month. And, um, you know, really, heart-touching responses that people have, have, have given us. And we and, and with that momentum, we, you know, we just started planning other things. We, um, uh, one of the things we partnered with that we're most proud of, we partnered with the Deschutes County Health um, uh, to re- make HIV testing um, very available within Central Oregon. Oh, that's great. Um, they ultimately got a grant. Yeah, they ultimately got a grant from, uh, from the state um, to hire someone to help coordinate HIV testing services here in Central Oregon. Um, and our partnership with them is most of our events, they will have their mobile outreach van present. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically people can get free and accessible HIV testing and, and information as well, not just testing, but uh, at every one of our events, um, kind of first for Central for Central Oregon and certainly them. Um, so we're really excited about that. Uh, you know, we, we want to make sure everybody stays healthy, and especially during COVID, it's been a bit, a bit of a challenge Obviously, the health system has been really focusing on the COVID mm-hmm. uh, pandemic, but uh, so we had to put some of that aspect on hold. But uh, that's going to be starting up again soon. We're hoping. Yeah, that's great. You know, it's really cool to think about the fact that you started this for a social aspect and just bringing people together and, again, celebrating who we are. And it has turned into a space where you get to help community. And it's really amazing to watch something like that almost organically evolve. As you reach out, it just can't help itself almost. Uh, no, absolutely. And and what's, I think one of the things, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy to talk about some of the other really cool things that we've done with our organization, but yeah. I do want to point out that uh, a lot of the ideas that we get for events or, or you know, suggestions come from, from the community, from mm-hmm. not just the LGBTQ community here in Central Florida, but also from our allies mm-hmm. who have been huge supporters of our organization. Um, Absolutely. We're all in this together, right? And so the the more we recognize that and the more we embrace that and and work towards a, a goal that is is for all of us, then I think that we can't go wrong. Um, so yeah, tell me uh, what else is amazing that's going on with the organization that you're really excited about right now. Yeah, so well, uh, one of our bigger events, I think, uh, uh, we started about three years ago, was Winter Pride Fest. And, um, I grew up in Maine, as, as we've mentioned, and I grew up skiing. And when I moved to Bend, I with bachelor literally 20 miles away. I was like, why isn't there a, a you know, like a gay ski weekend here? It doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. And so I reached out to Mount Bachelor, and this is just over three years ago. And I said, hey, you know, I'm kind of new to town. Uh, I'm part of this organization that we're, that we're starting. You know, we, we'd like to do some sort of LGBTQ ski weekend up the mountain. And we're not asking you for anything other than just giving you a heads up and maybe you guys could fly a, a rainbow flag. On the mountain for the, for the weekend, yeah, yeah. <laughs> essentially. 
And the response was really amazing, Logan. They, they were like, you know, we've been wanting to do this for a while, but we had no idea who within the community in Central Oregon to reach out to to sort of start this conversation. And that struck me as like, wow, there's a real need. And I think that's, you know, we've incorporated the word visibility into our mission statement in Central Oregon. And I think the reflection that from Valfaster saying we didn't know who to contact, you know, clearly showed that that need existed, that the yeah. community needed to be more visible within that, that Central Oregon. Absolutely. So with, yeah, so like we literally had no, we, we hadn't even formed as an LLC yet. This is just, just before. Um, so in 2018, we literally no budget. I think I, we spent $200 of our personal money in hmm. Facebook ads. Um, we shot the skiers in Portland and uh, we were expecting maybe 30 to 40 people and our estimates, we had about 150 people that showed up for that first year um, event. And so it was a multi-day event of skiing and uh, downhill skiing, uh, boarding, Nordic skiing, cross-country uh, and snowshoeing uh, up on the mountain. And we had a skating event at the local uh, skating rink that we called Wigs, an icebreaker, just, I, I just so much fun to the hoop. Um, and then a couple of social events as well to get everybody together and then we had a dance party on the Saturday night. And then uh, a couple of months after that first event, but maybe April in 2018, um, Barb Campbell, one of the city council members here in Bend, reached out to us and said, you know, Visit Bend has a new program, a grant program, um, where they are really wanting to give grants to local community organizations to bring tourists to Bend, but also um, more from the perspective of like, you know, uh, more of the social, uh, sorry, the shoulder season. Mm -hmm. in winter or spring or fall. So we wrote a grant and we were awarded $10,000 to put nice. your fan winter prize fest for yeah. the 2019 year, um, which we did a lot more advertising, a lot more things that we could, we could do with some cash. And that year um, we had about 450 people yeah. that showed up. And then for the 2020 event, we got another grant for the event, a much larger one. We hired a marketing firm, a PR firm to help us really understand how to expand the market. And this past, February 2020, we estimated about 750 people showed up entirely for the event. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I know, I mean, I was one of those people for the last uh, three years now. So, um, and that's how we are even connected. And that's why I even reached out to you because of right. that, uh, because of that connection. And, you know, it's amazing. I, I like to say we're always living in the getting warmer game, right? Like when you're a kid and you're being told as something's being hidden, been hidden on you, you're getting warmer, you're getting warmer as you're getting closer to it. And I think that that's exactly the story that you're telling right now is you stepped into an idea and a thought that just made sense the other uh, components that would bring it all together just started to kind of happen along with the work that you were producing. And I just think that's really cool. No, thank you for that, Logan. That's, that's really great. And it's, it's great to hear that you, you can reflect that from, from you know, how I've described it. Um, yeah, one of the things that we're really, I think that makes our winter ski weekend, if you will, winter prize, that's a bit, a bit unique, um, is it's, it's, it's really meant to be reflective of the area that we're in. I mean, there's yeah. obviously gay ski weekends that have been going on around the nation for 20 to 25 years. And not to denigrate them at any means, people go to the events that they want to go, but they're oftentimes, these other ski weekends are kind of like marketed as, as kind of like party weekends, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Um, and that's definitely not ours. Ours is 
much, you know, ours has a very Pacific Northwest focus. We want family, friends, mm-hmm. allies, everybody to be a part of it. Um, you know, let's, after, after day skiing, let's just stand by a fire pit and have a beer or two at a skating rink and people can skate or not. It's just yeah. a much more chill vibe, which I think makes it much more inviting um, I to agree. a lot of people, but also reflective of the community that we live in. 100%. I totally agree with that. Uh, well, so now that you're three years in and feeling good, obviously, about it, um, how do you think you've developed because of these last few years and watching this grow? Um, I think I've, I, I think I've, I think one of the things that I've been most surprised about is how the how our allies and and local businesses have really embraced what Out Central Oregon is trying to do. Hmm. Uh, I think even more so than <laughs> a little bit more so, I might even venture out to say than the LGBT community <laughs> as, as a whole. Uh, we we it, it, it's any business or other organization that we reached out to either for new ideas that, that we can help promote or develop um, or looking for sponsorship it we've never it, it's, it's always been you know the doors just always been completely open yeah and even more so and uh that, that was an unexpected surprise mm-hmm. uh to me and it also just makes me feel like okay well good for ben you know good for the people that live in Ben that they also are recognizing the need for bringing in and, and, and showing the diversity that we have here, at least within the EQ you know, community yeah. specifically. Yeah. You know, it's funny because that was my, my next question was actually going to be how has the diversity within your program helped, you know, your program? But it's, uh, it's really interesting and really cool to hear that the diversity outside of the group, right? The 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 people that are our the allies, the people that are maybe not directly impacted by what this group can and will do, are the ones that are helping, and um, that's that's really amazing to hear that. Uh, it's it's heartwarming yeah. to hear that there's connection and that we are finding more similarities with each other than anything else, and that's really cool to hear. No, and I, I, yeah, I love how you said that uh, that we are finding more similarities. Um, with each other, there's no doubt. I mean, a couple of years ago, we um, we did the first ever Ben Pride 5K in association with Central um, Oregon Pride, and we were we reached out to some running people. You know, Ben's obviously a hugely athletic town, and you know we have professional athletes all over the place. Yeah. Uh, and those 10Ks and 5Ks that are happening all the time. But we said, well, let's do a Pride one, and the local running community said, oh my god, yeah, that's great. We'll help you. Blah blah blah. And they were telling us, you know, if you guys get 150 200 runners, that would be amazing. And we ended up with 425 people registering yeah, for this inaugural run. And, and it goes back to what you're saying. I think, like, wow, there, there's the similarity. With, we're athletic. We like mm-hmm. being outside. We like enjoying the beauty that Central Oregon has to offer. And it doesn't matter what sort of social community you're part of. We're part of a bigger community. Yeah. Um, that. You know, we can all embrace essentially. Yeah, and that social community aspect of it actually becomes less and less important, doesn't it? As the number of things that we find we connect with are more than the couple that we may not, uh, and that's really, really. I, I guess I hadn't even really thought of it on that level before, but as we're speaking, it's it's cool to come to that perception. No, absolutely. I think I think when you step back and look at it as though uh, the community is a fabric and you're one or a number of threads that yeah. part of that fabric, you realize like I'm actually more than just a couple of threads. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm the whole thing, right? Connections through lots of different yeah. ways. You are that. You are that fabric at that point. You're you're a piece of it, so you exactly. are it. Yeah, um, and that's what this show is all about. And so I'm I'm really excited to have this conversation with you and others because I think it's so important that we remind ourselves and each other of that. Um, you know, with with everything that we've been talking about so far, I've been asking this three questions to my guests and I asked myself when I first started and I really enjoyed it. So I'm going to do it with you, kind of a little game, if you will. Um, and I'm calling it in three words or less. Um, so for you personally, um, I'm going to ask you the three questions first and then we'll go back just so you kind of have an understanding of what they're, what's coming. Um, so for you personally, the first question is, who were you then? Meeting Jamie before... Uh, as you were moving into Bend and as you were looking for a community and trying to find a way to, to connect, who were you then? Uh, and two, who are you now up till this point, having lived the experiences you've lived, having connected in this space that you're living um, and just evolved into the being you are? Where Who are you now? And then third, who do you see yourself becoming as you feel the growth within your life and see some of the direction who, you know, where, where do you see yourself, be, who do you see be, yourself becoming and what does that feel like for you? Um, so I'll go back to question one. Who were you then? Three words or less. <laughs> All right. This is a challenge, Logan, but I'll... Uh, <laughs> yeah, good, good. <laughs> who was I then? Um, let me think for a second. Uh, let's see. I think I would say... Um, I was naively optimistic. Okay. And who are you now? Proud. Great. Proud of our work. Yeah. And who do you see yourself becoming, feel yourself becoming as you move forward in this life and with the outreach that you've created? A mentor to others. Yeah, I like that. Um, you are a mentor to others. You are being one to me right now, just because it's great to see somebody finding a need and not just talking about it, but doing something about it. So I thank you for that. Um, well, thank you. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the other question I want to ask you is a really important one because it's kind of the... It, it's a huge part of what this show is all about because it's about the center of our thoughts, right? And the fact that we have so much control over our thoughts and our actions and our feelings. And as we gain control over all of those things, and of course, the things around us change. And um, since you are doing some great things and bringing people together, I'd like to know on a conscious level, uh, where do you go uh, when you see the pride ski event happening and watch each year get stronger and not just watch it but are literally on that mountain skiing with those other people uh, appreciating not just the wonderment of the mountain and the trees and the snow but the community that you've helped bring together so where, where do you go in your own mind and how do you feel when you see the influence that you've created and watching others enjoy that it's a really great question to, to consider and ponder. Um, I think when, as a lot of our organization, well, we, you know, we, we do a lot of, I mean, events, we're kind of a bad base as far as getting our mission accomplished. 
And so there's a lot of tedious work um, that happens um, beforehand, whether it's marketing or just getting everything together in Oregon. All the ducks lined up. And, mm-hmm. and specifically when a pride fest, all that work happens before when the, when the actual weekend starts, um, that there's really little for me to do other than just step back and observe it. And mm-hmm. so I, I think what I find myself with when a pride fest in particular is I, I kind of see myself like separating away from it, you know, like seeing up above, like taking the, the 10,000 foot view mm-hmm. of looking at how, you know, five or 10 years ago, the concept of having a community of over 750 people from obviously the majority of the Pacific Northwest and Northern California, but also throughout the U.S., um, come together in you know, Central Oregon and Bend with rainbow flags flying um, and just in, enjoying the moment and seeing it. And with you know, banners hanging downtown, um, announcing that free HIV testing is available and when a practice is happening, I, I just feel that you know, it, 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 it was our, our catalyst of... of up Central Oregon that is allowing this to happen. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's really great to look at it from a, like I said, like a 10,000 foot view. Um, and just, you know, it's, it's so pleasing and so rewarding to see, you know, all these happy faces of people um, feeling like this is a safe place and a welcoming place um, that we can get together, build community, um, and, you know, continue in that direction. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate and thank you again for, for building that, uh, that's what I'm. That's what I'm building here as well. Is that safe space for us to come together and have conversations and to be uplifting to each other and to talk about what makes us feel good and and hopefully teach others that it's not too far removed from our ability to go out there and make change in our community and even in our own individual lives. So thank you for showcasing that. No, and I think you really made a great point. It really is about having conversations, just starting a conversation. Um, you know, what are you thinking? How are how are you today? You know, whatever. And that, that 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 occurs in every aspect of our life, our professional life, you know, our social life, our our volunteer work life. Just talk to people, mm-hmm. see what they're thinking, see what I understand what their needs are. Yeah, that's something that we and I personally try to try to do with with the volunteer work that I. That I'm a part of is really try to understand and recognize the, the needs. And sometimes it's hard to do that when your own needs are, you know, in, in the forefront. But yeah, um, really trying to learn how to recognize what the community really needs—that's um, relevant. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, for all those listening, if anybody wants to learn more, um, please check out Out Central Oregon. Uh, there's a lot of information on the website. There's great ways that you can donate and great ways that you can just become part of the community. So definitely check that out. And for you, Jamie, I, again, just want to really extend my appreciation and love out to you. I'm thankful that you came on board today and took the time to have this conversation. And um, I'm just uh, super grateful for it. No, Logan, thank you very much for the opportunity. And uh, I'm really excited about... Um, this new podcast that you're that you've initiated and uh, of course i wish you the best of luck for it and um yeah if you if you ever if you need any help or assistance or if there's anything else that you're or to do to help promote this or whatever you just you know please let us know and 
I definitely will. Um, yeah, every little bit helps. So I, I'll take I'll take help from all that offer, and I will give just as <laughs> Jen. I'll give just as much. So yeah, we're in this together for sure. Uh, well, thanks again, Jamie. I really appreciate you being here. I'm uh, I, I loved our conversation. I feel uplifted from it, and I hope that the rest of your day and the rest of your week is amazing. Likewise, thank you, Logan. Yeah, you got it. Be well. So thankful, so thankful for Jamie Nesbitt coming uh, to speak today. I say coming to speak um, in these times, I guess uh, that means talking over a phone or over a computer or over they're the same thing. Um, but much, much appreciation goes out to Jamie uh, for taking his time to share. And let's just continue on appreciating. And now, a happy thought of appreciation. As I've said uh, many times now, uh, appreciation is so important to me. I think it's what helps make the world go round. And I definitely want to hear all the reasons you're appreciative and today, aside from appreciating all of you, I wanted to just mention one thing I'm appreciative of as well. Animals in general, first and foremost, they're just such an amazing addition to the life that I live and really the life that we all live without them. The life we know it wouldn't exist, or life as we know it wouldn't exist. So I'm very appreciative of all animals, and it's amazing to have the relationships that we have with them. And one of my most favorite relationships I have in my life, if not my favorite one other than maybe the one I have with myself, is my relationship with my dogs, Franklin and Delilah. They are two of the most beautiful creatures, full of love, always willing to share with people and dogs alike, and they teach me every day how easy it is to just be nice and to be open and to be loving, because that's what they are. And I'm proud to have two amazing beings in my life that reflect some of that from me. So thank you, Franklin and Delilah. I love you both. And to all of you out there that have someone that you appreciate, please let me know. Again, you can send it over the telephone through Anchor, or you can send me an email, whatever it is. Send out the message. Let's share it. everyone we are nearing the end of this show um, of this episode of the show um, I hope that there there will be plenty plenty more episodes of the show um, the center of thought you know it's uh 
It's something that you can get lost in or something that you can throw away as meaningless, depending on how you want to look at things. But I want to look at the center of thought as really important and really powerful it, because it is. It is where all of our power is. It is how we figure out what direction we are headed when we get to that center of thought, when we have control of our thoughts. It also means we have control over our emotions, and it means then we probably have a lot of control over our actions. Because when those three things come into unison, and we have control over all of them, yeah. You know, I want to watch this show grow, and I'm hoping it grows with the collective mind of as many as possible. And I want his, us to all take that 10,000 foot view, as Jamie said, and look at this amazing event that we've created. And then let's create another one, and another one, and another one. There's no reason to stop. There's no way we can stop. We are always moving forward. And the question is, what momentum are we following? One of negativity and fear? Or are we moving forward and are we growing and taking others with us for the journey and for the ride? That's what I want. That's what I'm doing. I know that's what you all want too. That's why we're all attracted to each other and why we're all here in this moment. This is a platform, a show, a place, a community of thinkers, dreamers, and doers. So come think, dream, and do what you do and come do it here. Thank you so much for being here and until next time, be well.